Good morning. Good morning. Welcome stranger. to Yes, I know. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis, aka Ali. We're back. I'm Dad. AKA Tony. How long has it been? It's probably been a month. Sorry, friends. Well, we had stuff going on. We'll talk about it later, but we had stuff going on that we just hit the pause. And now we're back. And we're back with a guest. Yeah. I'm super excited. Why don't you introduce her? This is my good friend Jill from Lushra. She is if you're in Dallas, you definitely know who Jill is, but um, <laughs> we'll have we'll have Jill introduce and tell herself. I noticed Mark. that when I was spelling your name this morning, when I typed it into the podcast, that you have to be really careful when you spell Lushra and not put a T where the H is, because Lust, that, that would make oh. it Lustra. 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 Which it's I think lush. it's lush. Lush. It's a very lush. It's a lush. It's not lush. It's not <laughs> lushra. People call it lushra. Really? Like, People lush. call it lushra. Lushra. I'm like, uh, okay. no. Well, okay. So we got to start off learning all the things. Okay. But tell us about lushra to begin with. What is what is lushra? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you, Ali, for inviting me. Of we course. We have been chatting about my tattoo design. I know. I get to oh design gosh. her first tattoo, which is like goosebumps crazy it's just a weird feeling that I get to be a part of that but it's like also like bigger like I know all of these tattoos mean so much to a person and I get to bring that to life so it's just a cool you always want to try to find experiences that are bigger than yourself and that's definitely one of them yeah well I remember I was looking back at my emails I think I emailed you which I have that finished by the way I I need to show you oh no you're good you're busy (laughs) we'll do it afterwards yay um (laughs) But I emailed you at my very first studio in Exhibition Park and was like, I need a beautiful wall that I can be excited about. And I emailed you and I was like, okay, a little out of my budget right now, but I'm going to fit it in one day. But I've always admired your work, especially at events and just, you know, seeing your work everywhere. So now we're friends and we get coffee together and it's great. We learn from each other. I love Entrepreneurship. Love it. So thanks for having me. You can get her to drink coffee. I drink tea. Okay. I changed my order to tea. I was shocked. I was listening to you guys, and I love that you. It's like a sweet tea thing. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, I want sweet tea. It's good. (laughs) I love that. It's an experience. It's a total. It's a it's a total experience. All right. So, what is lustra? Okay. So, lustra is, well, it's an adjective. It's someone or something that is over the top or extra. And so we do things big. And that is drill. Yes. (laughs) We celebrate every day. So every single reason you wake up and you celebrate. So it's a positive company. We're all about celebrations. Pre-COVID, we were doing balloon installations, event rentals, all the things for the gram, making all your events pop, just beautiful designs. Then quarantine hit and we pivoted in a great way. We, our message was the same, still, still celebrate the people in your life that matter. So although events were taken away from us, we had these at home, do it yourself kits. Love that. So this is something that I have really been working on for the last two years, and it's patent pending. So the design of the balloons and the instruction card of the pattern that we created, well, I created, is crazy that it's so easy for people. Like, they see our events, and they're like, there's no way I could do that. And then it's this kit. It's a YouTube video. It's as simple as a button. Yeah. And so through quarantine, I was like, how the hell can I say that? Am I going to get through this? And so I was like, you know what? influencers everyone's paying attention to influencers so we sent a ton of kits to influencers readjusted our campaign and over over one weekend I was literally in tears because I was like wow this is gold 
this is it. Like, this is the pivot that's going to transform our entire company. Wow. Up until this moment, I've been so zoned in on events and focusing on that, that like, you know, the profit really isn't as high for that as our products is. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we became, we really became a brand through quarantine and now our messaging is the same. Now events are the back. Now that events are back, our messaging is you got to celebrate people in your life. Yeah. It's not about the event. It's about how you make people feel. And that's through making them feel special, like buying them a jumbo balloon that says happy birthday, Allie, or congrats on 100K or whatever it may be that they're going through acing their doctorate exam whatever it is we can celebrate that and make them feel special i love that so that's so cool she like literally has like two of our major like milestones like in her head and we've never like really told her isn't that that kind of got (laughs) kind of got goosebumps i know it i was thinking the exact that's so weird she literally could have done any example and she picked those two i know it. whoa 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 jill (laughs) So this is like really super special because I, Jill, I got to tell you that when Allie and I do this on our own, mm-hmm. um, I don't normally get to see her in makeup. So it's oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> so so this was a makeup day. Well, I knew she would probably like post video. We need to like do more videos. <laughs> and it's all about the gram, Allie. It That's it's all about the gram. Okay, so I got to tell you, have I got to ask a question? Have you seen the social dilemma? No, but I've heard about it. You need to watch it. Watch don't it. don't just I got I heard about it. You got to watch it. Okay. You got to promise me you're going to watch it today. Okay, well. Okay. Promise. So I watched it and I turned off all of my social media 2 weeks ago. Haven't been on the gram, the book. I know. I'm like, oh, have you seen Twitter. this? And he's like, no. Nope. I I'm like, oh, did you say? Oh, oh gosh. Nope. She's having. Allie, Allie is my social media platform now. Yeah. So here's what's really fascinating. Which is hard because we run our life business on, and life on, on social, social media. media. So when, so when you watch it, it's going to be a soccer punch. It's going to it's gonna be a gut punch. There's yeah. no question. Uh-oh. But I turned off. So I turned off my social media two weeks ago. And I haven't, I've had zero interaction in the last two weeks. I got up this morning, I'm doing my reading, I'm just scanning down my emails uh, just to clear out anything mm-hmm. uh, that may be on there. I kid you not, Jill, I had an email from Instagram in my box. She's not going to get the reference because she hasn't seen the show. I know, but Insta- I haven't interacted with Instagram in two weeks at all. I had an email, the heading said, um, here's what you've been missing on Instagram. I deleted it immediately. Didn't even open it. Didn't even open it. So again, um, she's not gonna. You're gonna no, but I'm telling the story because when you see it, you're gonna go. I know exactly. I know exactly what you're. I know exactly what you're talking about. I had to take my glasses off. I realized that you guys were looking a little on the fuzzy side. Oh, my glasses are so dirty. You guys look so much better now. Are you worried as far as like what happens if Instagram dies? So no, um, Good for you. and this is something that I've been going through like this personal transformation as well mm-hmm. is, you know, it's so healthy to turn your phone on airplane mode Yeah. because obviously like if you run a business and you are very aware of how Instagram and influencers affect your business and making sure you're very relevant on the gram because mm-hmm. everyone is there 24 seven. Yeah. And you also realize the negative effects of it, mm-hmm. of you are on the gram all the time and you see all these influencers posting their filtered photos and you realize, okay, that's not real. Yeah. That's their full-time job to look like this. And that's their full-time job 
to curate this picture for you so they can sell the products in it. And well, we, we just not talking about that this having, morning. We were having a conversation, and I was like, I don't know. She seems like she's doing pretty well. And Dad's like, hold on. What did you just say? I was like, okay, yeah, it's probably smoke and mirrors. People think that I'm super busy and don't have, like, time for friends and all these things. It's just, like, Instagram just shows a different story that's But it's curated. You true. said it. It's yeah. curated. So I call it a third world. Oh, and 100%. It's a third world that we have – we can't deny it. So for you to just completely turn it off, it's – I don't I don't agree with that. Yeah. I think it's a third world. You have to accept what it is. You have to accept it. Kind of like Ready Player it. One. But also knowing that it's not real. <laughs> yeah. Like, you post what you want. So I posted when I got down, like, you guys, I posted my meal, and I was like, can't wait to be here. But then my next four hours of my day, I, I may be going through a lot, and people are like, gosh, she's just always so happy and always yeah. so fun. And I'm like, cool, because I'm not going to be living in my horrible moments. I know, you're not going to be sharing, though. So it's like you only share the the happy moments. Exactly. You ever realize how many, it's a how, how many times people blink? Do you realize how many... No, I have times people probably I've done like a couple of um, oh my gosh here's my outfit or oh here's like my phone case here's information I recorded those videos probably ten times <laughs> I'm not lying so I've been doing this thing where like I don't know I I feel like I want to say things and so same I just say like, it but I can't look at it I'm like you know what I wanted to say it. I'm posting it yeah and if I second guess myself I just add it onto close friends oh so there I'm you like, go okay if I'm second guessing what I'm saying just add it to close friends. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's smart. How did you get to Dallas? So Dallas was my first opportunity post-grad. So I was at Texas Tech, and I'm from New Mexico, so I was kind of like, you know, not It's like a suburb of West Texas. Yeah. That's, was, what, that's what we call it's it. A, everyone's like, that's a flyover state. I was like, that's offensive. <laughs> like, that's my home. Oh, we call it a suburb of, it's a, it's a western suburb of Texas. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's funny. It's, it's definitely not. It's very much its own state. It's very different. It is. But I love that from state. Texas, yeah. Yeah, very different. I love it. I love it. So you got visit. your first opportunity in Dallas. Yes. And so I was working at an ad agency and I was just answering phones. I was an ad assistant and I really didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Quit real quick. I learned that that's just not for me. Waiting for opportunities is just not who I am. And my boss kept telling me to be patient. Like at my year review, I thought it was going to be like the opportunity for me to get more things. And I was like, wait, be more patient. Like that's not who I am. I'm not going to sit around and do this. So I quit. had no idea what I was going to do. Was going to go on the Yacht Week to become a hostess. Bad idea. Didn't do it. Um, But I just like, you know, I'm my, what is it? The Myers-Briggs, like E-S-F-J. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm the hostess of the world. I love to just cater to people. Oh, you're an F-J. An FJ, wow. ESFJ, yes. Yeah, feeling judge. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, he knows all of it. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. all of it. Well, yeah, I have to. It's my job. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I love it. I'm getting into it. I'm having all my employees take all those tests because yeah. I'm like, I need to treat everyone differently and I need to understand why you are the Do strengths. Are. Strengths. Strengths. Do strengths. We Double down on your strengths. Yeah. Yes. Do strengths. What okay. are, do you know your top five? Yes. So I'm positivity, empathy, relator, competition, and ooh, adaptability. Wow, that's Those a great are good combos. Ones, yeah, that's Thank a great you. combo. What, do you got, what are yours? Allie actually has a T-shirt. I do. Mine's futuristic, maximizer, positivity, developer, futuristic. Ooh, okay. So we just have positivity the same, which mm-hmm. we totally are. Yeah, definitely. Just very positive people. What yeah. are your dad? Maximizer. That's the only one that matters. Oh my god. What does maximizer mean? That means that. Um, 
when I encounter somebody else, my goal is to get the best out of whatever I encounter. I love that. So to climb into your head and figure out what would make you better than you are today. That's a maximizer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Or to take on a project and see all of the nits and bits of the project and figure out how to make the project bigger. Okay. So maximizer, belief, achiever, positivity is in my top 10, but it's not a top five. Um, I can't remember the others. So. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Like doubling down on your strengths and not focusing on your weaknesses. That's what I have been struggling on because I've hired all these new people and I'm like, "Uh." did you bring some books? Um, yeah, I, I, you have the car. some in the car? Yeah. Before, we're going to walk you to your car so we can give dad. I meant to remind him to give dad your book. <gasps> okay. Yes. Or did I say that give right? <laughs> so I knew what Dyslexia. you meant. No, I know what you meant. Yeah. I knew what you meant. I know. No, All you, dyslexia. You definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm here with yeah. book authors. I'm so got to You definitely got to check out the last one because yeah, it's yeah, yeah. right in your wheelhouse and what you're talking about. Okay. Isn't it? Isn't it interesting that we have this natural um, tendency to want to fix people. Not all people are like that. Not I, all You know people. what? Um, I would beg to disagree that I think that the normal default is when we see somebody doing something wrong, we try to fix them. Instead of um, leaning into the strength like you're talking mm-hmm. about. You know, where are you yeah, really Yeah, I guess good? I think like judge, like internally judgmental people are like, oh, she probably should have done this or type of stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I, I love this idea that you're leaning in to find out what people's strengths are and then lean into that. That's really, really, really smart. So you've been in Dallas ever since uh, you graduated college. Yeah, love it. And you it's do home. love you love I Dallas? I love it, yeah. yeah. So you started, so you quit your job. We got squirreled moments. So yeah, you quit your squirrels. job and then you started Lush Row right after? No, so I started a company called Stay Social Dallas. And I mean, I've always just been naturally good at social media and just digital marketing and understanding how to hone in on the power of that to help your small business. So I was helping a ton of small businesses, getting a couple retainers and just, you know, doing my thing, trying to figure it out. I really thought Stay Social Dallas was going to be what I was going to grow. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to have this cool marketing company. And then at the same time, I also started doing wine glasses in my apartment. Mm -hmm. So the wine glass thing is actually what started last trip. Mm-hmm. So I was engraving wine glasses for people's celebrations to say like Mr. and Mrs. and like hand etching it like with their dates and giving them a friend. Because we were going through life stage moments for the very first time. Yeah. And you know, with an entry level salary, I was like, I can't buy you nice things, but I can make you cool wine glasses to celebrate your day. Right. So there is a birth of lecture about celebrating special moments. Um, so that's kind of what I was doing both. So I was doing Save Social Dallas and Lestra. You cannot do two startup companies at the same time. <laughs> but I was just having fun. Was Lushra the name of it from the yeah, very from get-go? The very I love beginning. that. And it so was we're such a good name. Thank you. We're celebrating two years from our balloons. But Lushra really was birthed when I, you know, way back, like five years ago. Mm-hmm. So it was just not what it is today. That's why when I did my first balloon installation, I was like, this is the birth of Lushra. And this is what I'm going to call yeah. the anniversary. Well, day. I mean, I started doing globes and canvases and wedding <laughs> invitations i still have those yeah five <laughs> years ago now it's completely different so i think globes. it's i think it's that was a that's a throwback oh, Wait, that globes. Was a, yeah like, like a hand-painted like world globe. world really? globes yeah that's so cool i think it's really important for people when they do startups to be open to evolving i think they have to figure it out right from the get-go and that's gonna what's what it's gonna be 
Isn't that a challenge that we have going into college? Hey, uh, pick a major. I hate that. Pick People what are, you're going to do forever. They're doing it in high school, middle school. Pick what you're going to do forever. High school, yeah. And then you stamp it. You pick a track. Yes. And you have to stay on it. Yes, I hate and it. And if you deviate, they're like, well, you're just going to push you back a little bit because yeah. now you have to do different, like, course loads. And you're like, what? We talk about this frequently. It's not the straight line. It's the squiggly that's the most impactful. Yeah. It As is. a matter of fact, uh, I, and I said this on the last podcast, but that was like um, six months ago. Yeah. Have you ever heard the phrase, jack of all trades, master of none? Yes, I okay. have. Okay, so that's actually not the whole phrase. Okay. There's an there's a ending to that that nobody talks about. The actual phrase says, jack of all trades, master of none, but better than a master of one, which basically says... It's the squiggly line that's the most impactful. So yeah. do something and try something and grow and learn and then evolve and, and keep going and keep doing. That's the power of, of life. Allie and I say frequently, uh, people don't find their purpose. Frequently, their purpose finds them. But it's mm-hmm. only by doing stuff. And experiencing. Yes. And experiencing the highs and lows. There you yeah. go. I think highs and lows, that's kind of a cool idea, sis. Highs and lows? What? We should do something with that. We should. I totally agree with you. Highs and experiencing the highs I'm just really obsessed with how you love to celebrate, like, every little moment. I had someone, I think I actually read it in an article saying that entrepreneurs are so easily forget to celebrate all of those goals. I think we've talked about this in um, Coffee Dates of how we set a goal and we work our butts off, get to that goal, but we never celebrate that oh, goal because yeah. we're always already one. not onto the next one. And, and then we, you're like, what are you what even are you from the for Yeah, then? even from the beginning of setting that goal, you're just like, oh, I this goal would be so amazing if you can hit it and you hit it, but you're already looking upward and onwards when really like six months ago, you were probably like, that was, that was so hard to accomplish. So I fall into that. That's a common entrepreneur so, trap. Oh man, I fall you're, into it so you're much. Always, you're always thinking ahead. You don't have time to stop and. Yeah. Because it's never, your list of to do is never ending. Never ending. So it's like you could always be working more and working harder. So at the end of the day, you're like, okay, am I happy right now where I'm at? It's like, no, because I want to be here. But yeah. also, I was listening to your podcast earlier and it was, you guys define happiness mm-hmm. as happiness is the joy of striving after your potential. And that's so true. And I have to remind myself that. I have to remind myself every day. It's like, although I'm not where I want to be, if I don't find joy in every single step of the way, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to live a life that I want to live because what, am I going to be happy when I'm here at step 100? When really here I'm at step one, I need to be happy about step two, step three, step four. And then if I go back to step one, I got to be happy again because it's a pivot. It's not really like going back. It's just an adjustment of like listening to the universe. Like, the universe was telling me, you cannot open a retail store right now. So we pivoted. We're doing pop-ups. We're going to open in January, maybe February. I don't want to put it out there, but 2021 is when we're opening. Yeah. But I have said, like, publicly, this is when we're opening. Here's a date. And, you know, construction, interior, like, things happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm such a positive person that I'm like, no, it's going to work. Yeah. And then some days it's like, you know what? You've just got to slow down and realize you're going to get there you got to do things right and you got to focus more on the baby steps instead of the big picture. What's your, how would you connect happiness and gratefulness? Are they the same or are they different or do they different. build? Yeah. I think Talk to me gratitude about that. 
enables you to be happy. Because if you, like the whole gratitude journal, like waking up in the morning and saying, I'm grateful for X, Y, Z, and really like saying X, Y, Z, what you're grateful for, and that enables you to find joy, which creates happiness. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like a step, like gratitude, joy, and then happiness, Mm -hmm. but happiness isn't the destination. It's finding joy, and then you become happy Mm -hmm. because you're joyful and you are grateful. So gratefulness is an important step. For sure. I think it's the first step. Yeah. And like I, so talking about my lows of the week, I had the low, low also on one of my high, high days because I was experiencing this really low on Thursday and just in my head and I was experiencing this and I couldn't get out of it. Like I had to take a mental health day and I told my, one of my employees like, Hey, I can't be in front of the employees today. Like, yeah, they're going to hear this and they're like, Oh, that's why she was gone. But like, no, mental health is serious. It's really is serious. And you've got to figure out like, although I have to be a leader, I also am a human and I've got to like understand that I'm going to have these lows. How do you get out of it to experience the highs? Mm -hmm. So I was in a low. And then at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I'm so grateful for my team looking at what we accomplished today and like seeing where we are and taking a step back. Like I'm so grateful. And here I was like, I had to experience my low. I got out of it. And then I, now I can experience this high of like what we just did. Yeah. But it's like learning how to dig deep into your lows so you can experience the highs. Jill, I love you. I love you. She's just so like, you can just like sit and talk to her all day long. That it's, and it's so true. Um, Marcus Buckingham, who did the original research on strengths for Gallup now is the head of research for a company called ADP. He just released an article in, in, um, HBR Harvard business review. They surveyed 25,000 people during the last six months. And they were trying to come up with, you know, you know how people built resilience. Mm-hmm. He went into it with a theory that, uh, you know, people built resilience a certain way. But the data came back and said that it's actually through our struggles that people build the greatest resilience. But it's the clarity of knowing where you're going through those struggles that actually is kind of the, the spark that does that. So in other words, I'm struggling. I'm, it's okay that I'm struggling as long as I have that clear path to say, hey, look, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. This person's going to help me. This person's going to help me. There is a path forward. And we go through that struggle, and it builds resilience. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And it goes to exactly what you just said, mm-hmm. that uh, you know we actually get stronger in our lows, you know, when we go through those lows. Victor Frankel, one of my favorite authors, wrote the book, Man's Search for Meaning. But do you think that we get stronger through our lows when we sit in our lows and reflect on our lows and try to learn from our lows? You nailed it. A million percent. You yeah. I am to. so proud of you. You've been oh listening to gosh, me. So all this, oh, oh my gosh, to. sis, this Aww. is a high moment for dad right now. Aww. So I was just getting ready to say, Victor Frankl wrote, a, wrote the book, Man's Search for Meaning, back in the 40s. And he said that we find meaning and significance in our life in three areas. In our career or what we do, mm-hmm. in our relationships, and in our suffering, in our struggles. And it's when we find meaning, when we sit back and we look at what we're struggling with, and we find purpose, we find meaning, we analyze it, and we consider all of what's going on. That's when we find meaning and significance and purpose in those struggles. And it's an important part of life. 
I, I lived a lot of my life trying to avoid suffering and struggling. And, you know, I was, I felt like I was constantly on the run. I think a run. lot of people do. I know. And while I don't wish it on anybody, when it does come, when we are able to set and reflect and find the meaning in this struggle, and then, um, and sometimes it requires a professional unpacker, is what we call it. Because oh, some, because, unpacker. because look, AKA if you, a therapist, yes. or counselor, counselor, life coach. It's so healthy. Yeah. It's yeah. So healthy. Because if you have a, if you have a, board some you know some struggles that we go through we're able to just kind of sit with our journal right and we're able to journal our way through that struggle other struggles requires us to maybe pick up the phone and call our board of directors that we talk about all the time and we sit and have a conversation with the board and um, that struggle is such that our board member says you know what I've had a similar struggle what about this what about that and you go and you're able to work through it and you find meaning in that Mm -hmm. but there are times that it requires a professional unpacker to really get in there and, and to unpack some of that. And that's okay. I think that's absolutely sure. okay. You nailed it when you said mental health is is legit and you're absolutely right. And, and I don't and think people talk about it enough. Like really people talk don't. about Well, because it's health. been stigmatized for years. Oh, oh, you're going to a counselor? You must you're be crazy. broken. Yeah. Yeah, or I'm always yeah. afraid that like if I talk about it, then clients are gonna be like, oh, she can't handle this. Which is such, like, so wrong, so yeah. opposite. Yeah. So I will say, like, literally when I turned 28, which was a month ago, I was experiencing this such high a with my work. I'm like, so long ago, mere month, month yeah. ago. <laughs> no. So I, two weeks before I was turning 28, I was going through such high highs with work of just experiencing so much growth in such little time. And I was like, everyone was like, wow, you're killing it. You're doing amazing. Like, look at you go. And I was like why don't I feel anything right now? Like, I feel so unworthy. Mm. I don't feel the success is mine and I'm not accepting it. Mm. So I sat down and I was like, okay, Jill, why aren't you feeling things right now? And I had to dig deep to an experience that happened to me eight years ago. And I unopened this box that I've been holding with me for eight years. Mm -hmm. And I realized the past eight years, like, yeah, I've been living, but like, I've been living in a straight line. Like you talk about the squiggle of like, you got to go high and low. Mm -hmm. I've been living a straight line to protect myself because I never experienced my low. So never fully unpacked it never unpacked it and it's like i believe that like sometimes things are hidden in your box you have to keep it there because you're not ready to experience the low Mm -hmm. so when you're finally like emotionally like realizing like what if it's a traumatic experience which for me it was so unpacking my box of like i'm turning 28 and this experience happened to me when i was 20 finally unpacking my box and experiencing it and sitting in the low right and it's not fun like it's not easy like no one wants to experience the lows but like you've got to you have to so I finally did it and then it literally like I felt like the Grinch when I was like my heart is so warm like Uh. I'm feeling and then all of a sudden I was feeling like when I did turn 28 like I had this big brunch with all my girlfriends and we we had such a great day and I was like wow I've never felt more loved in my entire life because I finally like allowed myself to feel see I think that's such a great message for anybody listening who might have one of those boxes. Yes. Uh, look, it has been said that the difference between a counselor and a coach, and Ali and I have had this conversation a ton over the last couple of weeks, the difference between a counselor and a coach is that a counselor helps you unpack those you boxes mean a of the path. And a coach? No, counselor, like uh, a therapist or a counselor. Yes, yes, right, yes. Right, right, right. We've had multiple yeah. 
that a counselor helps you unpack those boxes in the past, a coach helps you unpack those boxes in the future. Mm-hmm. Like what could get in the way of the future mm-hmm. to where a counselor helps you get rid of or unpack in a meaningful way those boxes of the past yeah. because both can get in your way. Totally. Right? Yeah. You can have something out in front of you that says, I can't do that, that I'm unworthy I'm or afraid. I'm mm-hmm. afraid, whatever. And a coach can help you unpack what's going forward. But sometimes in order to go forward, you gotta get rid of that box. Well, so some, that's that why, is so true. That's Jill. why yeah. some people don't like therapies because they are they don't want to deal with it. Yeah, they don't want to bring up the box. Yeah. But you have to go through the box totally. to get to the I don't particularly like counselors because I think one of my strengths is futuristic I'm like okay I need to look at the head I think that's what struggle like I am constantly looking at and thinking so uh, it's just gonna be different for every person so my girlfriends and I like so just don't get that's what I'm saying it's like just don't give up like if you're not vibing with a counselor maybe you just need to vibe with another counselor another one, uh, yeah, another one or so a coach or just like look at it differently totally I think if people need to unpack the boxes, they need to go find somebody to help them unpack the boxes. Unboxes, but if they feel like they don't have any boxes and then the future is their box and they probably need a coach. To get them through that. And I also think like realizing like, okay, the difference between unhappy people and not, like happy people are just joyfully present and where they are. So they're not worried about where they were or where they're going. But I think a a really big one is the gratefulness. For sure. Like Like, I see it in so, especially now with like COVID, and everyone's kind of world just got kind of flipped over. I have to remind my friends that are kind of lose sight of that. I was like, you gotta, you just gotta be grateful for what we have. That's why high low is so important. Yeah, it's high. And, and I can totally, low. when people start to complain, I'm like, it's because they're not probably because they're not grateful for X, Y, or Z. So I say this yeah. all the time that when our gratefulness meter is low the space is always filled with entitlement. And then we start to become external victims to our circumstances. Playing a victim. That's right. That's right. And I will say, like, I've been playing a victim for eight years because I've been living in that moment. And until you free yourself from that moment, erase the victim mentality. Like, whatever's happening to you, like, you're living in the past. And until you can let that go, you've got to realize you are in control of who you are and things happening to you, like, that's a choice. Yeah. So don't live in the past. And finally, when you dig deep into your past, you become free of it. Mm-hmm. So you can joyfully live in the present. And that's like the true definition of happiness is joyfully living. What well, brings present. hope? It brings hope. What would you define joy as? I was asked this question um, on a podcast a couple of months ago. And the only thing that I could think of was like the, the church hymns of joy to the world. <laughs> Anyways, well, there's some yes, probably joy. some wisdom oh. in those church hymns. I know that's and that's how we that's how that's like the, what the conversation like led to. But what, how would you define joy? I believe that joy is living in the moment. Yeah, and finding your authenticity in the moment. It's hard to define joy without using the word joy. I know, like, what is joy? Because I believe gratefulness. It's like the creates, higher I think joy is the present, presently being happy. Yeah, like I think it's like the higher happy. level of happiness. It's just like the pure, pureness, pu- the purest form of happiness is probably what joy See, I is. think that happiness is the purest form of joy. Like you have to find joy to be happy. But how do you, ooh, what's the difference between joy and happy? Oh, I don't know, dad. Dad. 
Keep talking. Okay. No, <laughs> what is I'm, the difference? I'm loving all of this. Keep going. Okay. No, Keep we got going. stuck. No, Joy. Okay. Just unstick so grateful. yourself. So the art of being grateful is just being grateful to little things. So you've yeah. got to be grateful to find joy. So finding joy creates happiness. What because comes ha- first? Joy. It's like the it's I, like the egg and the chicken. Which what one comes, comes first? first? So for sure, we agree that gratefulness comes first. Being grateful. Yes, but then after that, finding finding joy. You think it's happiness first and then joy? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, they're both verbs. So I don't think you can define them. It's just who you are. I don't know. They're yeah. Ha- Dad found it yet? He's looking. Oh, okay. Um, He's searching. Joy. I don't know. It's really. Keep going. No, we're stuck. <laughs> Why are you stuck? Because what what do you think comes first, joy or happiness? I think it's so a definition let me, so let me of ask yourself. You, so, okay, so let me ask you a question. Um, when do you feel joyful? When I'm present. When I have no worries of the past, the future, and I'm just That makes you present. feel joyful? Joyful. So what does that, what does that feel experience like feel like to you? Tell me what that experience feels like to you. Being present. For no, me, Unpack it. Keep going. Oh, Pull keep the thread. <laughs> being presently joyful is ex- like being truly grateful for the moment that you're in now. Yeah. You know Becca Ashman, right? Yes, I, I do. I love her. And so she always tells me, don't borrow worry. Don't borrow the worries of tomorrow. Don't borrow the worries of yesterday. Be presently joyful in who you are. Don't borrow time, too. I love that, yeah. So I sat down for her with brunch, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if I could be here. Like, I have so much going on. And she goes, rewind. She's like, reset down. She's like, why are you borrowing time? Tomorrow's Monday. Yeah. Yesterday's Saturday. And yep. today's Sunday. And guess what? We're right gonna now. We're going to do together. Yeah. And right now, you're here. So don't borrow time. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, don't borrow time. And Becca don't borrow Ashman. Worthy. Thank you. Shout out, Becca Ashman. We love you. I love that. I think for me, um, when people try to find their purpose, um, we always, one of the biggest questions is like, what are you doing when you're the happiest? And you're going to get pretty close to finding your purpose. What is the saying, dad? Your purpose is what? I'm only one sweet tea in. I'm going to butcher it. I know. (laughs) Try it. No. Keep going. No. Do it. Do your best. It's when your strengths and what's the other keyword align? Talents. Talents. Thank you. It's when your strengths and talents align and then what you're doing when you're happiest. If you ask yourself those questions, you're going to get pretty dang close to what your purpose is. Um, And so I think when dad was like, okay, when you feel most joyful, what are you doing? How do you feel? I think definitely when I'm sitting and experiencing my purpose, like that's when I find the most joy in my life. And I think like COVID is, I've been sitting in kind of like my lows during COVID, like just like a slow slither, slow brew of lows. It really hasn't like hit me. Simmer. Yeah. Um, Of kind of like, like you, it just kind of hit you all at once. I'm just kind of like on a low setting. And I know that it's going to boil probably eventually, but I think I'm not leaning into my strengths fully right now of like potential wise. So one, another one of my mentors, Marcy Hubbard, who owns Bright Beauty, she told me. Okay. How did you find your mentor? I, we get this question all the time. And so when someone is like, oh, my mentor, it's the first question that I tend to ask because it's 
people are like, oh, I want a mentor. How do you find it? Finding something like finding someone you connect with and asking like, hey, you have to ask. Can you can you meet me for breakfast? Because I need you and I'm connecting with you and I I see who you are. And I just I want to just borrow your time for an hour. And more than just follow followed her on Instagram or we were connecting because we started our businesses at the same time. That's nice. And she's in the event industry. So she does beauty. Yeah. So we're at the same events all the time. But she's older than me. And what she's been through you know, a lot more life experiences uh-huh. than I have, even though our businesses are on the same track of like anniversary wise. Yeah. So yeah, I asked her to like sit me down at breakfast af- after a really low night in the bathtub yeah. that all of <laughs> have of like, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. why Jill? Like you literally, all your friends are having fun in life mm-hmm. and here you are working for what an idea. And so she kind of helped, she drags me out of my lows and she sits me down and goes, okay, you need three words that describe you. So pick three verbs of things that really you find that are your meaning. And so my three words are elevate, empower, and connect. So Ooh. I know throughout my day, as long as I'm elevating someone t- to their potential, talking about someone, elevating them, making sure that I, they see themselves the way I see them, which is mm-hmm. elevating, empowering other people to reach their potential, and also connecting to people. So if I'm doing coffee with you and I'm like, ooh, you need to reach out to this person, connecting, like that's where I get my satisfaction. I am kind of shocked. I am kind of shocked that Maximizer isn't in your top five. I bet it's in your top 10. Ten. Have you you unlocked your 34? No. 35. 35. I did in college. I did in college because I was student body vice president and we did a lot of leadership training. So you yeah, should if you your top ten will move around a little bit, but they're pretty they're pretty locked. You should unlock your top thirty five. Yeah. It would be um, beneficial for you. Okay, so cool. everything you've been talking about is really the idea of joy. So I actually wrote about this Ooh. in the newsmaker. So what comes first, happiness or joy? So joy leads to happiness. Happiness is this temporary emotion that you feel. Joy mm-hmm. is is deeply connected to meaning and significance, oh. right? So there is this thought of empty joy, right? This empty joy that people feel that is here and then gone. It's fleeting, right? And that's really more in this line of happiness. You can be happy for a mo- moment, but you can be filled with joy um, for extended periods of time because you're living a meaningful, purposeful life. And it goes back to what I said earlier about Viktor Frankl wrote that we find meaning and significance in life in those three areas, in what we do, in our relationships, and then in our struggles that we have. And, and when we find meaning and significance, that is actually true joy. Because what happens is we take what you, know, what you have identified as, okay, these three powerful words, which I would call purpose, mm-hmm. You take those three powerful words, you put them into action, and they serve someone else. And then when you put those three powerful words in motion and they help somebody else, that brings you joy, which is meaning and significance in your life. That is this idea of joy. So when we sing those Christmas hymns and we sing about joy, it's that meaning and significance that we have in our life that life has purpose. And that I'm not just here on a spinning ball for no reason. Mm -hmm. That I'm here on a spinning ball for a purpose. When I dial into that, when I get in the middle of that, and I live that every single day, that is So you can have joy without happiness? Happiness comes from joy. Right? Happiness is this temporary idea 
And don't get me wrong, happiness is important, right? People strive to be happy, uh, but happiness, I have always seen happiness as being this, this momentary event that happens when I do something. Oh, that made me so happy, right? But it is, and it, I think that's where I struggle. Of like, I want to be happy all the time. Yeah. And it's so, not realistic. No. It's not. Like, I'm so positive that I call my, I say, Jill, get, get your head out of the champagne clouds. Like, <laughs> you can't always live there, even though I always want to live there. Yeah. I got to be a realist and kind of, you know, experience the lows. But I do agree that happiness is, is as long as you realize that happiness is temporary. Mm-hmm. But striving to joy every single day, you can experience more happiness, more happy times. Just one humble person's opinion. Look, a life that is devoid of significance, meaning and significance, is an empty joy. And what happens is people try to fill that with things, Mm -hmm. right? If I just had more money, I would be happy. Right. And if I just had more of this, Time. I would be happy. Mm-hmm. Right. And in, and in reality, um, that's a temporary that's a temporary fix, because are you ever going to have? Uh, and so, yeah, that's that that's the point. And so uh, I got called out one of my I need to make him officially a board member. Um, I just kind of dawned on me like right now that he's kind of been a board member for me and I haven't really made it official but he called me out because I had that very for that very thought and he's like hold on Ali this is a band-aid like you're not solving anything and he like walked me through it talked me off the ledge but I mean it's just like so crazy when you just said that I was like oh that's exactly what just happened do you have I love that do you have board members for like your personal life or is this for your business yes and so yes. yeah <laughs> so do you so you have them so we call them board member yeah so we call them I'm sorry Jill probably is new uh, to our board member mentality sorry. no I love it I've heard of it but I think I need to do that for myself so yeah so we call our board members personal board members so there are three people in your life someone ahead of you has a little bit more skin knees in the game probably older not yeah great beard they don't have to have no a hair. Great beard for me it, that's dad <laughs> love it someone okay. that is going through the same life stages as you so technically who who is your what was her name again marcy marcy technically she's older than you yeah. but she's going through the same life stages as yes. you is she married have kids oh she's married single okay so sometimes no, not life that's, stages. yeah so sometimes that's a little trickier to do so finding someone that's pretty similar doesn't have to be in your same field though it can be in a different Taylor Stern ta- yeah yep. can be in different yeah totally yep. yes and then someone that you're that's lower not lower I knew I was gonna say that someone that is younger younger that, that you're, you're bringing along yeah that you can mentor yes and be a mentor because yes. you get satisfaction in that yeah, well I was gonna say what that. we say is often we learn as much from those that we're mentoring and yes. bringing along For sure I totally yeah, 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 agree yeah. I, I love mentoring people yeah I fully believe that we don't fully understand what we know until we teach someone <gasps> Sis, oh come on, give it right there. More high I fives, more fives. Wait, I didn't butcher it. We're done. So I can process that. 
I gotta mark this. I don't that think was if I can. I don't know if I can say it again. Without butchering it. That's all right. I'm, I'm only sweet one sweet tea in, people. I'm not even halfway done with this. I'm so proud of you. It's like a moment. <laughs> so we recommend that everybody have at least three members on their personal That's board what of I just directors. Said. I know, but. Sometimes people stack their board with students. Oh, way too, too many. many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because three. Too ma- that's what I've been doing. I've been stacking my opinions. board with too many people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, three. I am who I am. Thank you for your opinions, but you're yeah. affecting my life. Because yeah. I'm I'm actually opening myself up for way too much than yeah. I want. Three. And they don't have to be three. lifetime BFFs. No. We don't recommend three. that your BFF is on your board, although frequently board members become your BFF. Okay. Right? And yeah. You can rotate them, and that's fine. Rotate. And do they need to know their board member? I think it is important to make yeah. it official. Yeah, 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 yeah. It it does create a little more because it just like makes your conversations of like okay, like Dad had a board a personal board member meeting the other day, mm-hmm. and the conversation was very geared towards just things to talk about as far as like mentorship things like that. Yeah. Hi, uh, big fan. What if you have to kick someone off your board? Well, you always you always go into it saying, "Hey, look, can we do this for six months or twelve months?" And so you always put a time frame on it. Got it. Um, because monthly meetings. Yeah. Whatever works. Whatever works. Yeah. Nice. Whatever works. I love that. All right, we're going to run out of time if we don't do high low. Okay. You want to go first? You can go first. I know you're just dying to tell <laughs> everyone about your high low. Why have you been? Why have we been gone for a month? You make it sound so. Like oh my gosh, we've been gone for a month, but it's definitely for a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make it better? No. Oh. Gah. You've been working really hard. I have been working really hard. I'm letting this. you have the spotlight. So my high is on uh, Saturday. I got my final grades for my MBA. So I just final. I just finally finished my MBA. Congrats. Thank you. Um, I'm pro- I could possibly be the oldest um, MBA um, uh, graduate this year, but who knows. Uh, but what's equally as exciting is I'm just weeks away from uh, finalizing my application for my doctoral program in organizational psychology. So Ooh. that is definitely that's, a lot of work. that's I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of geeked out about it right now. Um, so that's definitely uh, my high. My low has been, this is the first year in the last six years I haven't written a book. You should, feel is, weren't you doing every other at the beginning, though? No. Or were you doing every year Every, every year. I, I wrote a book every year. However, um, what's interesting Are is... Are you going to write a book on your during your doctoral? That's well, the whole, the whole process will end up in one big dissertation, which will most likely be one big gigantic book. Um, but going through school, I use Grammarly as part of, you know, just kind of help with the commas and nits and bits. But And it tracks the number of words that you check that you're writing. Mm-hmm. In, in the last month, I've written nearly 48,000 words. It's a lot. That's just in school. That's that doesn't crazy. That doesn't take into account the countless reports and documents and, and items that I write at work. I think you're really good at it. What uh, uh, what app do you use to, when you write your books? Do you have like a special app that you put it on? I I write them in Word. You do. I you know I did I started the last one uh, Saturday morning tea in Google Docs, uh, so I could easily share with my editor real time 
And as much as I like Google Docs, it just became a hassle. So just oh, I like Google Docs. I, I don't dislike Google Docs. I just haven't figured out the cadence for writing live mm. in Google Docs. Uh, but I do like I do like Google Docs. I do yeah. like the ability to have immediate, instantaneous editing. But if if my editor's in there the same time I'm in there, it can get real wonky, right? So I it just Word. Okay. Uh, you know, I write it in Word. Jill, um, hi, low. Yeah, hi, low. Hi, low. So I like to start with my low. Um, I just experienced a little PTSD, a little anxiety, not a little, a lot. So um, Thursday, learning how to handle that. Gotta experience the lows to feel the highs. Come come down from that, figured out how to get through it, and then I experienced my high of we launched an epic Halloween campaign. Oh which wow. looks so good. And it was the first time that we did a full brand, a full refresh on our Instagram. We have a Spotify. Okay, let me just tell the viewers what they can experience yes. this month with Lustra. Yeah. So a full like this is our first time to be like okay Dallas this is what we know and this is what we're gonna do mm-hmm. so our Instagram we did Instagram takeover so if you go to Lushra and you'll see like all of the Halloween branded storylines our new logo branded on our website we have two new do-it-yourself balloon garland kits so you can purchase on our website sweet and then we have a really cool uh, Spotify channel so if you're planning a Halloween party, pull up Party with Lester on Spotify. What? That is genius. That we have is got genius. our own playlist. That's really genius. Because you got to get in the Halloween. Yes, that's there really genius. So it's Spooky Season Witches at Lushra. I love so it. So what else are we doing? Oh, and we're planning a Halloween party at the Jewel, Friday the 30th. Fun. So we will announce tickets. Um, it's going to be first come, first serve for the tickets. But we're going to do it really epic. Um, why didn't you do, why not your backyard? Because now you have a beautiful backyard that you can do parties. But and we want to do it at night. Uh, and the jewel's spooky. It is. Whereas, you know, our backyard <laughs> it is. It is pretty spooky. Our they backyard get that eyeball. Oh, yeah. It's Halloween witches. Yeah. And we want to be as spooky as possible. We got to be the downtown vibes. Yeah. It'll um, be fun. So it's going to be epic. That's going to be so much fun. Um, okay, so I just got to ask is one of the songs on Spotify Thriller? Can you have no. Halloween without Thriller? So, yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> You're so old. I Aww, am. Maybe but, we should add it for you. But if you think, have, have you ever seen the movie 13 Going on 30 with Jennifer Gardner? Yes. So that scene in where they're dancing and she gets out on the dance floor and dances to Thriller. It's just. Was that a Halloween party? It makes me so happy. No, it was just a party. Yeah, it but was a it's just party. like because it's like. You know, Thriller. monsters and it's like, and the video was so epic in the eighties before you guys were bored. You know, when that came out, I was y'all's age. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that's yeah. how long ago it was. Your you old age is your old age is showing. It's a classic. Your old age is showing. <laughs> we're gonna listen to it <laughs> in, the, in the truck on the way back. Oh gosh, no, we've got the new school jams. Oh, uh, okay, it, you know. yeah. but we're you know, you're, you sh- retro is cool. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like Brittany says. <laughs> Handmade, off uh, something and one of a kind. One of a kind. Yeah. So I'm I'm the retro. Love it. Vintage. Vintage. Yeah. Handmade vintage. One of a kind. That's you. I'm the vintage. Yeah. You gotta have some vintage in there. Oh yeah. You no. should listen to it today just okay. to see. You know, I have two assignments for me today. Yeah. Listen to Thriller yeah. and then li- uh, watch the Social Impact. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Unlock yeah. your 35. 
and unlock, unlock your three 30 things. Plans. Three yeah. things. I love three. All good things come in three. Yeah, yeah I and agree. It's the triangle is the strongest. See, all good things come in three. How many threes are in your ad, new address? A uh, <gasps> hundred. Do you believe in angel numbers? Okay, we're gonna totally. This is another podcast, but. Listen, watch your numbers, and they reveal signs to you. <gasps> Where do you find your angel numbers? You you don't find them; they come to you. So you don't find your purpose. Your purpose. Finds but you, you. need to. But you, if there you are like no meanings to numbers, if yeah. you look up the meanings to numbers, uh-huh. and then if you see repeating numbers all the time, you're like, "What are these numbers?" It's your angel trying to tell you something. So is yours three? So I don't really have one, uh-huh. but I've been like noticing numbers, and then I look up the meanings to them, and it's your angels literally telling you, like, actually. Can I just tell you what my one, mine was last night? What? So I screenshotted it. Um, let's see. And where are you finding this? So I Google it, which, you know, sometimes you get lost in the web. Sometimes you really just got to stay true to what you know. Yeah. But Angel, so I woke up last night at 228. Angel number 228 um, brings you a message that you need to believe that you are worthy of receiving success, abundance, <gasps> and prosperity in your life. Whoa. And know that it is your divine birthright. And I was I just got goosebumps. Was, wow. And I, my low this week was me feeling I'm setting unworthy. an alarm for 228. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I got to look at it. You can't look for it. It has to come to you. So start, like, letting the numbers come to you. And then if you are like, no, this number actually means something, figure out what the number means. And it's your angels trying to tell you to wait. That's, That's crazy. I'm worried my angel's dyslexic. <laughs> Mine's probably dyslexic, too. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone Are you sure it like, was supposed to be a six and not a nine? <laughs> yeah. Hi, low sis. Um, hi, low. Um, gosh, just the weeks and days are just all like one big blob. Blah. <laughs> just a big, huge, just thing. Bubblegum blob that I just keep sticking bubblegum to. <laughs> you don't have a high. Um, high. I know you're low. I know my low. Hi is I'm starting again like to unravel my lows mm-hmm. and just coming to the terms of like okay my worth isn't valued by my time um, I was really stuck in that and then I had that meeting with one of my good friends and he was like okay we need to like break this down and like we went through like my QuickBooks and all of because I uh, it was stressing about money and I didn't think that I hate it. I hate it. I hate but it. But numbers so much. are your angels talking to you, so don't say money that. numbers. Yeah, money. I hate finance. That's yes. What I hate. So I was just getting stuck in like I'm not doing as much, but so I didn't feel like I was going to hit my financial goals at the end of the year, or, or I don't know. And he broke it down to me. I was like, I'm doing less, but making just as much as I was making last year. And it just comes to like, it kind of hit me of like, this has been my goal (sighs) from the very get-go. You were attaching activity to success. I was, to success. Interesting. But even like at the very, very beginning of the year, my whole goal has always been, how can I work less and make more? Right. Balance. And balance. And like, and then I'm living it, but then didn't feel the happiness of like, hold on, I actually found. You got what you want. For I got what I and wanted, and I wasn't. I was stressing until so someone had to help me realize, like, hey, like you're actually living this. Be I grateful. Thought, is that your <laughs> high or the low? I think it was 
both. both. Yeah. I, turned into high. I thought you were going to say your low was my low is realizing I a... too much time with family can be. Oh detrimental. yeah, that was hard too. And laws <laughs> are hard. <laughs> My family doesn't live here. I don't have that problem. Yeah, yeah. I love them. No, I have um, a really, really, really big project that I'm just dying to tell people, and I can't because I'm afraid I'm going to jinx it, and it just got pushed back by a month this week. It's all right. It's all right. God is teaching me patience. Every every little step, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be patient one more time. I don't know why you want me to flex this muscle, but (laughs) this muscle needs flexing. All right. Pull out some fast questions. Oh man. I was, so while she's looking for these fast questions, one piece of business advice you would give to a young entrepreneur, I would say, stop comparing, stop comparing your story Mm -hmm. because I think we get obsessed with, you know, all the information out there of like looking at, you know, the top entrepreneurs, the billion dollar entrepreneurs of, oh my gosh, what's their morning routine? Well, let me tell you, they have five assistants to help them wake up in the morning and- Or those skin products are probably paid for. For sure. So just don't compare when you're an entrepreneur in in the very beginning, when you're grinding it out and when you are your marketer, your social media manager, your accountant, you're all those things. You can't compare your journey to someone who has a team. And I think like my journey of bec- of being a solopreneur to CEO right now has been the most difficult challenge of making that switch. Yeah. Knowing like, wow, I, I don't have to wake up and do everything. Mm-hmm. Like I have to wake up and manage and it's a very different thing, but you can't compare your solopreneur journey to someone who has a team so that's my advice is, you know, it's great to listen to podcasts of people's stories, but own your story right. and own where you are and own You're going to love my new book. Yeah, she really <laughs> is. I'll be the number one she person. Really, she'll probably get it done in like 30 minutes. Well, not it's, probably even not. Even yeah, that. it's a really quick read. You're yeah, gonna love this Instagram is fake. Everything you see on Instagram is not real. I, half of me like this week has been like. Because the new TikTok trend is like day in the life of, and I'm like, this would be such a joke if I actually did this. Because if people actually really realize like how many hours I spend in my bed just laying or working or <laughs> reading. doing nothing. Oh, no, not reading. Napping. You know what we should change that to? A day in the perfect life. Or no, a, a day in the ideal Me. day. Yeah. The I- perfect day. The made day. up life. Yeah. This isn't my real day, but this is what I would love to be doing every day. That's right. The curated life. The curated Half of me is just like wants to like document and be like, all right, still in my bed. You get so many more. (laughs) Oh, I actually like still like, okay, got my lunch and going back to my bed to eat it. Can you actually do it? I might do it this week. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Fast questions. Okay. Uh, Last meal on earth. Pizza. Pizza Ooh. and sushi combo. Ooh. What? Yeah. Oh, I want to hang out with her more often. <laughs> what, what kind of pizza? Um, pepperoni and jalapeno. Dang. Granville Avenue. Whoa. Seriously. Shout out, not sponsored. Yeah. Granville Avenue Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, we're not sponsored. Yeah, at all. they're yeah, they're yeah, they're good. All right, next one. Favorite thing in your closet. <laughs> so I can ask all the like cool girly ones because uh-huh. I know she. I don't have one. Wow. I need to find a favorite thing in my closet. So if your house is burning and you can only pick one Jack, thing out of my dog. <laughs> in your well, closet? In your closet. <laughs> he, lo- he loves to lay in my closet. There you go. That's a cute one. <laughs> your biggest pet peeve? Negativity. Can't stand mm. it. Look at the positive thing. And if people come to me with problems without solutions, just negativity. Yeah. One thing you love about yourself? My positivity. Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
what are you doing when you're the feel the happiest? I'm with girlfriends and we're enjoying a glass of rosé on the patio. Rosé, so huh? Rosé all day. Rosé all day? Yes. Wow. Oh, I love it. Your current obsession. Current obsession. Oh, man. I, it's not coming to me, so I don't yeah, think I have one. Yeah, a hard one. A worst habit you'll never break. Um, popping my knuckles. <gasps> oh, I always was fearful. My mom told me, she's like, if you pop your knuckles, you're going to look like gorillas. And so I've I, like, I believe never. that I have kind of fat knuckles because I pop them so much. I don't think they're fat. Thank you. Um, I think that's it. What? Favorite color? Pink, duh. What? Oh, I You're pink? Oh, yeah. If you know Lesha. Oh. I have a like, hot pink building on Lover's Lane. Oh, hot pink. And a hot and pink truck. Inside, it is floor, ceiling, walls, pink. Pink. Yes. Allie was going to host an event there, which we're still going to, just delayed. And she was like, ooh, the pink. I'm like, no, no, no. But the backyard is white. Yeah. So it's a white <laughs> canvas in the back because we're all not pink people. But... It's a hopping building. Would it surprise you if I told you that the college version of Allie was hot pink? No. Yes. Hot pink I and literally blonde. No. My, hot pink and blonde. My fingers painted were always hot pink. Were you in a sorority? Uh, for like half a semester. And you're like, this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Well, I don't think I like girls what were that you? much. A Zeta. Zeta, that's Ooh. right. I can still do the thing. Oh, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> I love it. The Zeta crown. Yeah, own, but own blonde, who you are and you'll be free. That is my one thing. and hot say. pink, and now she's owned who she is. Love yeah. it. And you're free. Silver I, hair yeah, and black. I love it. I she's changed all of our closets, too. I a little too. bit more, like, icy silvery. Ooh. But I love the way that you just rock your blue. Yeah, it's a good one. Do you it use purple shampoo? Oh, yeah. Live by it. What brand do you use? I use Joyco. Oh. Okay, you guys are getting ready to start braiding each other's hair okay, here in a okay. second. <laughs> Is that the last one? Guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. Um, bubble bath with a glass of red wine. Oh, not rosé all day. Not rosé? No, because rosé is like a daytime drink, like a happy oh. drink. Red wine is like calming, relaxing, sleepy. Favorite red wine? Miami. Oh, interesting. Is that a Chardonnay? Pinot Noir. Oh, it's a Pinot, it's yeah. It's super light and refreshing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm, not sponsored, but here we go. Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you better buy all your wine right now because California is burning to the ground. The The Sonoma Valley it's is so just sad. like torched. It's so sad. It is terrible. Absolutely terrible. All right. We got to wrap. This was so much fun. Oh, Thanks my gosh. I could talk to you all I day feel so long. Full you need to come. Right you need to come back. Yes. I will. I, I just, like, I'm super We happy. don't ask very many people to come back. <gasps> oh. Wow. I'm honored. <laughs> all so. all those people fun. that's been on our podcast going, uh. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, it's no, been awesome. And then Thank you guys you will be on here. my podcast, too, when I start it. Yay. Well, anything we can do to help you, we're always Thank here. Thank you. I love this. I yeah. love this so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Sis, it's been good to be back. I know. I miss it. This is fun. I miss your face. I miss your face, too. Love you. Love you, too, Papa Sam. See you. Bye. Bye.